discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. He says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today, and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boateng as Christ is magnified in you. Praise the Lord. Give the Lord a shout. Glory. Hallelujah. Are you excited to be in the house of God? Did you sleep well? Beautiful. You may kindly take your seats in heavenly places where you belong. Hallelujah. It's a great blessing. Are you ready? So, I want to share a few things with you with respect to what I started yesterday. Hallelujah. That I believe will help you. I'm sharing concerning serving the Lord. Okay, that's what I started yesterday. Serving the Lord. Father, thank you for this opportunity. We are grateful. We are thankful. Thank you for the power of your word, the power of your spirit that are present in this place. Thank you for great grace ministered to us. Thank you that our hearts and our minds are engrafted by your word. Thank you that your Holy Spirit has complete access to us. Even in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. So yesterday I started telling you about how the Holy Spirit has led us over the years um, for us to get to the point we have gotten to. And it's, it's been a blessing, isn't it? It's been a great blessing. And the Spirit is leading me for all of us, everybody in the church, love economy, everybody in love economy church, those who are here, those who are watching online. For all of us to be involved in the service of the Lord. Yeah. All of us, not some. Because prior to this time, some of us have been involved. Just a few of us have been involved. Yeah. You can be serving as an usher and not really be serving God as you're supposed to. Yes. You see, you can be, be a dancer, but you are not really serving God. You, you, you are dilly-dallying with it. You just come and dance and go. Uh, you don't really, your heart is not really with the Lord. You don't have souls in your mind. You just want to dance. For us to see your dance. For us to see that you can dance. It's not supposed to be like that. You can be a pastor and you've forgotten about you forgotten about the Lord a long time ago. Yeah. It's not supposed to be like that. God sent Moses to Egypt to go and bring the children of Israel out of Egypt for one purpose. Two things, basically. For them to inherit a land that is flowing with milk and honey. Inherit houses that they've not built. You can look for those scriptures and put them there. Yes, I'm bringing to a place Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse what? From verse 5. I'm bringing to a land that you did not you, you, didn't build, you didn't build any house. 
in there. Yeah, but I'm bringing you to a place where you can, you can enjoy houses that you did not build. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy might. Verse 11. Go to verse 11. Let's read from verse 10, so that we, we understand it even some more. And it shall be when the Lord thy God shall have brought thee into the land, which he swear unto thy fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give thee great and goodly cities, which thou buildest not. You see, great and what? Goodly cities, which thou buildest not, and houses full of all good things. Yeah, this, this is what happens when you become a child. I mean, God brings you into abundance. It's the truth. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, some of us didn't have anything. But by following the Lord, God has, God has blessed us, honored us, yes. inherited things that we didn't have. Yeah. If you haven't inherited yours, it's coming. You, you have a lot of good things. Yes. It is our destiny. That's the truth. Yes. There are several reasons why Jesus came. And one of the major reasons why he came is written in John 10 10. Yes. The thief cometh not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I am come that you may have what? You may have life. And have it more abundantly. The Amplified says it very nicely. The thief comes only in order to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have and enjoy life. Hey! Enjoy. Have and enjoy. Wow. So if you are a Christian and are not enjoying, there's a problem. Yeah. You, mu- you must enjoy. Tell me, but are you enjoying yourself as a Christian? <laughs> or you are, you, are, you, are in a, you are still wondering whether... Are you enjoying or are you enduring? Bas. <laughs> yeah. We are victors, isn't it? We are victors in Christ, right? The Bible says that whatever is born of God overcometh the world. Yes. Whatever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the vision of overcoming the world, even our faith. Whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. So even what comes out of you overcomes the world. He didn't say whoever is born of God. He says whatsoever is born of God. Whatsoever. That's, that's a very big something. Yeah. So if you start a business, it's supposed to overcome. Yeah. If you start a branch, it's supposed to overcome the world. Everything about you overcomes the world. He says, nay, in all these things, we more than conquer. We are more than conquerors through him that loved us. That's the truth. So Jesus, Jesus' blood and his sacrifice has brought us into a place of victory. A place of greatness. We are born great. Yes, the new, the new life brings you into greatness. And you need to clear that in your mind. It's the truth. Okay? It's the truth. He has come so that you may have and enjoy life and have it to the overflow. Yes. Eternal life. Wow. So the same thing applies to the children of Israel. He says, I'm bringing you to a place, houses that you did not build. I mean, 10 years ago, you didn't have the things you have now, isn't it? He's blessed. You are all blessed. 10 years ago, you didn't have, you weren't married. You didn't have a wife. Now you have a wife. So following the Lord is a blessing. I mean, he, he does many beautiful things for you. Yes. Is it true? Yeah. If you follow him well, he will honor you. Yes. He will honor you. 
Hallelujah. All that kind of Christianity where it's like, oh, I don't know what's going to happen with my life. I don't know if, if God even loves me. No, you know, I mean, God loves you. I, you should be done with all those things. Whether God, questioning whether God loves you or whether God, God is interested in you. No, you, are, you became the righteousness of God the day you got born again. That's the truth. And it's a gift. God gives you the gift of righteousness free of charge when you get born again. Yeah, that's the truth. You don't need to struggle or do anything to be, to be, to be righteous. It's a free gift that God gives to you. And he says that through acknowledging the fact that he has given you the gift of righteousness, you will reign as a king. You will king in this life. You will reign. You will rule. You will rule by Jesus Christ. Through Christ, who is your Lord. So the more you acknowledge the beautiful things that God has done for you, the more you reign. That's in Romans chapter 5, verse 17. For if by one man's offense, death reigned by one. How much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life. They shall reign and rule in life by one, Jesus Christ. They shall reign and rule. Look at the Amplified. For if because of one man's trespass, lapse, offense, death reign through that one, how much more surely will those who receive God's overflowing grace or merited favor and the free gift of righteousness. It's a free gift. It's a free gift the Lord gives to you. As I said, you shouldn't be thinking about, am I, am I, do I have right standing with God or not? Is God angry with me? God is not. God likes you. Yeah. With all your problems. Wow. Yeah. One of the, one of the um, aspects of the Holy Spirit is the spirit of glory. Wow. If we read in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18, the Bible says that we are beholding, we are with open face beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord are changed into the same glory, from glory to, into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. So the Spirit of the Lord is the Spirit of glory who brings you glory. How are you saying it? He's the one who makes your mistakes even look glorious. Yes, even your mistakes, even your problems becomes nice. Can you imagine? Yeah. This ministry has made several mistakes. Uncountable. On a personal level. I have made several mistakes over the past 10 years. I mean, you can't even, I can't even begin to. If it is mistakes we are talking about, it's too many. But you don't even see it. Sometimes you don't even remember we've made a mistake. <laughs> we don't even know. The Holy Spirit of glory makes even our mistakes look glorious. Wow. The Holy Spirit is there to, to make your life a beautiful one. He's the Spirit of glory. Yes. He's the Spirit of glory. Who makes your life glorious? Changes your life from one level of glory to another. So God is not in your life to bring you disadvantage. He's in your life to bring you an advantage. You see. Yes. The more you acknowledge what he has done for you, the more you enjoy what he has done for you. That's, that's the secret. That's your faith. Your faith is in acknowledging what he has done for you. The more you acknowledge what he has done for you in Christ Jesus, through Christ's death, burial, and resurrection, and ascension, and seating, the more you enjoy what he has designed for you. If you're a child of God, then you don't mind those things. And you keep seeing yourself as a, a very bad person. Someone who is not liked by God. Someone who God is against. Or someone who uh, uh, is cursed. Then you you never enjoy what God has. Because God, God sees you differently. God sees you in his son, Christ. Jesus is perfect. Your perfection is in Christ. Your righteousness is in Christ. Yeah, that's how Jesus, that's how God sees you. When God looks at you, He's not seeing you. He's seeing He's seeing Jesus. Your righteousness is a person. 
our acceptance is a person. There's someone by whom we are accepted. His name is Jesus Christ. Yes, we are accepted in the beloved. Yeah. Jesus, who was tempted in all points and yet without sin, is the one in whom we are. And he's the one who is our righteousness. First Corinthians chapter 1, verse 30. For of him are ye in Christ, who of God is. If you don't get these things clear, you'll be your life. It's like today you are down to tomorrow, you are up today, you are down tomorrow. Because you don't you stick. You, you are basing your righteousness happy with my life. I don't know if, if God even loves me. No, you know, I mean, God loves you. I, you should be done with all those things. Whether God questioning whether God loves you or whether God, God is interested in you. No, you, are, you became the righteousness of God the day you got born again. That's the truth. And it's a gift. God gives you the gift of righteousness free of charge when you get born again. Yeah, that's the truth. You don't need to struggle or do anything to be to be to be righteous it's a free gift that god gives to you and he says that through acknowledging the fact that he has given you the gift of righteousness you reign as a king you're king in this life you reign you rule you rule by jesus christ through christ who is your lord so the more you acknowledge the beautiful things that god has done for you the more you reign that's in romans chapter 5 verse 17 for if by one man's offense death reign by one, how much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life. They shall reign and rule in life by one, Jesus Christ. They shall reign and rule. Look at the Amplified. For if because of one man's trespass, laughs, offense, death reign through that one, how much more surely would those who receive God's overflowing grace or merited favor and the free gift of righteousness? It's a free gift. It's a free gift the Lord gives to you. As I said, you shouldn't be thinking about, am I, am I, do I have right standing with God or not? Is God angry with me? God is not, and God likes you with all your problems. Yeah. One of the, one of the um, aspects of the Holy Spirit is the spirit of glory. If we read in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18, the Bible says that we are beholding, we are with open face beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord are changed into the same glory from glory to, into the same image from glory to glory even as by the Spirit of the Lord. So the Spirit of the Lord is the Spirit of glory who brings you glory. How are you saying it? He's the one who makes your mistakes even look glorious. Yes, even your mistakes, even your problems becomes nice. Can you imagine? Yeah. This ministry has made several mistakes, uncountable, on a personal level. I have made several mistakes over the past ten years. I mean, you can't even, I can't even begin to. If it is mistakes we are talking about, it's too many. But you don't even see it. Sometimes you don't even remember we've made a mistake. <laughs> we don't even know. The Holy Spirit of glory makes even our mistakes look glorious. Wow. The Holy Spirit is there to, to make your life a beautiful one. He's the Spirit of glory. Yes. He's the Spirit of glory who makes your life glorious. Changes your life from one level of glory to another. So God is not in your life to bring you disadvantage. He's in your life to bring you an advantage. You see. Yes. The more you acknowledge what he has done for you, the more you enjoy what he has done for you. That's, that's the secret. That's your faith. Your faith is in acknowledging what he has done for you. 
the more you acknowledge what he has done for you in Christ Jesus, through Christ's death, burial, and resurrection, and ascension, and seating, the more you enjoy what he has designed for you. If you're a child of God, then you don't mind those things, and you keep seeing yourself as a, a very bad person, someone who is not liked by God, someone who God is against, or someone who uh, uh, is cursed, then you will never enjoy what God has. Because God, God sees you differently. God sees you in his son, Christ. Jesus is perfect. Your perfection is in Christ. Your righteousness is in Christ. Yeah, that's how, Jesus, that's how God sees you. When God looks at you, he's not seeing you. He's seeing, he's seeing Jesus. Your righteousness is a person. Our acceptance is a person. There's someone by whom we are accepted. His name is Jesus Christ. Yes, we are accepted in the beloved. Yeah. Jesus, who was tempted in all points and yet without sin, is the one in whom we are. And he's the one who is our righteousness. First Corinthians chapter 1, verse 30. For of him are ye in Christ, who of God is. If you don't get these things clear, you'll be your life. It's like today you are down to tomorrow, you are up today, you are down tomorrow. Because you don't you stick, you, you are basing your righteousness on your actions and your experiences. When your righteousness is a person, if you are acknowledging him. Your, your actions would be lined up properly. Yeah, that's the truth. The way to stop fooling around is by becoming righteousness conscious. The more righteousness conscious you are, the more you produce righteousness. But the more sin conscious, sin, sinner conscious you are, the more sin you produce. That's the truth. It's, it's, up, to, it's up to you. We are not in bondage to sin anymore. That's, that's scripture. This is Bible. Hmm? But of him are ye in Christ, who of God is made unto us. The first one, he says, is wisdom. Christ is made unto us wisdom. So there's someone called Jesus who is our wisdom. My wisdom is a person. Therefore, I do not lack wisdom. What's the name of that person? His name is Jesus. Jesus is my wisdom. And if you look at Jesus' life, Jesus did the right things all the time. And he's my wisdom. I will not do anything. I will not go outside the will of God. Oh, I thought you would say something. It's like you are not interested. See, I'll not go outside the will of God. I'll walk in the will of God for my life. Because Jesus is my righteousness. Yes. But of him are ye in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us wisdom and righteousness. Jesus is made unto us righteousness. So uh, there's someone who is our righteousness. If the gift of righteousness that you have, God gives you a gift of righteousness when you become born again. If that one is shaking because you did something wrong or you didn't do something, and you, you see, the devil, ask for the devil, will accuse you for everything. If you did, if you don't do something right, he will accuse you. If you do that, if you do the right thing and you didn't probably do it well, he will accuse you. Yeah. He will say, Why you are supposed to be praying for one hour? Why have you prayed for 15 minutes? Look at you. Why you don't pray at all to you? He will say that. Why are you not praying? What is going on with you? When you over pray to, you say you are wasting your time. You are proud. Hey! Slap the devil in the air and say, my friend, you are a very foolish guy. What do you mean? Wow. So Jesus has made our righteousness. God does all these things so that we can serve him. So that he can take your mind off. You see, because if you were looking at your mistakes, you've made so many mistakes. You've all made so many mistakes. Ask ask the closest guy by you. Have you masturbated before? Have you watched porn before? We used to ask only the guys. Now the ladies, we have to ask them. Have Have you masturbated before? Have you done something wrong before? Have you watched pornography before? 
the Ponokin counts. Pono series. You know bigblackmama.com. Five minutes with Pastor T folder. You've named it five minutes with Pastor T. The Lord is watching you. Hey. What? Yeah. You have fornicated before. You have done all, kind, all kinds of things. But the same hands that were pressing www.x something something are the same hands the Lord is going to use to change someone's life. Yeah. The same eyes that were watching certain things are the same eyes the Holy Ghost is going to bring His power through to affect people's lives. Yeah. Hey. Yes, same eyes. Same eyes that you were using to watch some things are the same eyes the Holy Spirit will use to bring healing to somebody. You look at the person like this. See? And stretch that same hand that was typing. And healing will happen. And you'll be surprised. Give the Lord a shout if you like the Lord. So God, God really wants you to settle when it comes to this. So that you can do what he needs your body to do what he wants done. He needs, he needs your heart. He needs your mind. He needs, he needs it. You see, so he's made a lot of, he's covered a lot of things so that you can, you can be free to serve him. Yes, that's, that's, how, that's how he's decided to do things. You see? Yes. So don't use some things as an excuse. Like, oh, I did this so I can't. Ah. You did abortion, so what? We've done it. You have done it. Look at the closest lady by and say, You have done it. It's powerful. It's powerful. It's fine. Forget about it. Tell me about forget about it. Let's serve God. Let's serve God. Yes, let's give birth to spiritual children. Plenty of spiritual children. You have aborted your physical children. Let's do plenty of spiritual birth. And plenty. Yeah. Give them all a shout if you like what I'm saying. Sit down for two minutes. Yeah. Jesus is our righteousness. That's, that's the truth. Yes. So that we can display him. It's, it's so important to God. Serving him and making him known. It's so important. He, he doesn't want anything to distract you. Yes. He doesn't want your, your bad feeling or your inadequacies to prevent. No. Or your dear, but he doesn't want that. Yeah. I've had many problems. If I looked at my problem, would he be here? So many errors. Errors. Plenty. Ish. And mind you, it's a spiritual battle. There's a war going on. You see, when you try to stand up in, in a war zone, you are going to die. It's only in movies that they, they, you have Chuck Norris standing in a war zone. They are shooting all over. None of the bullets start him and he's shooting. He's just running through the... Like that and he's shooting all over. I mean, it doesn't work. In real life, in war, you have to duck. You have to go down. Yeah, and crawl on the floor. Swim in the mud To prevent a bullet from flying into your head. So in the ministry, in the house of God, when you try to stand up for the Lord, you become noticed. You become a target. And then you have all kinds of bullets coming. Arrows. Yeah, that's what happens. Yeah. 
grenades thrown all over. Yeah. Yeah. Things you weren't into before, you realize that they have started coming. Hey. One pastor came to see, one, one pastor from a certain church came to see me and said something had happened to him. As we we're talking, he said, If I were not a pastor, all these things would not have come to my life. <laughs> yeah, and I said, Yes, you are right. Yeah, thank God you're a pastor. You, you, are, you are strong to fight these things. So fight it. Don't be, don't be afraid. Fight it. Become who you can become for the Lord. Yes. The devil is trying to pull you down. He said, No, I'm going. We are going. Yeah, he's trying to silence you. Silence your voice. We are not coming to shout, I tell you. Hallelujah. Sit down for two minutes. Also that he can, he, you can fulfill his purposes. And of serving him. You see. Of serving him. Yeah. The reason for God bringing them out was to cause them to inherit good things. That's the truth. Go back to that place. Deuteronomy 6, 10 and 11. And houses full of all good things, which thou fillest not, and wells digged, wells, supply of water, supply of good things. Water is life, isn't it? Yeah. Which thou diggest not. Vineyards and olive trees, which thou plantest not. He says, I'm bringing you to a very wonderful land, many beautiful things, many beautiful, nice things. Beautiful things. Yeah. Many, many beautiful things. First Corinthians chapter 2, verse, verse 12. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. These are free things. Freely. Freely. Yes, freely. Freely given to us. Freely. Philemon 1 6. That the communication of your faith may become what? Effectual. How? By acknowledging every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. There are many good things which are in you in Christ Jesus. If you are born again, there are many good things that are in you. If you are not born again, then it's not there. But when you are born again, it is there. God gives you all that you require for your life and godliness. He gives you all the beautiful things that you require. He brings you into a land that you inherit many beautiful things that you didn't buy. You, didn't, you, didn't have, you don't have to buy. You didn't have to build. I mean, beautiful things. Hallelujah. But what is the reason for all of that? What is the reason for? What is the reason for the land of Canaan, the land flowing with milk and honey, the enjoyment and all of that? If you if you stop there, you have failed. The reason for that is so that you can serve him. You can serve him. And all the times that Moses stood before Pharaoh, God says something through Moses to Pharaoh. Let my people go so that they may serve me. You can show us some. Even verse 12 and 13. Okay, go to verse 12. Then beware, lest thou forget the Lord which thou... Go to, go to 11 in one second. Let's finish one, uh, 11. And houses full of all good things which thou fillest not, and wells did which thou didst not... Uh, diggest not vineyards and olive trees which thou plantest not. When thou shalt have eaten and be full. He says, when you have eaten and you are full, when you are enjoying the blessings of the Lord... Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Who has blessed us? Say, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. The Lord loads us daily with benefits, isn't it? Yeah. Daily. Then beware. Because this is what happens to a lot of Christians. 
Yes, you have a lot of Christians who have who have taken the back seat. Yeah, it's like they are matured. They know God already. They have matured. Remember yesterday I was being told about uh, some of our brethren who are in a certain school, run by uh, reverend ministers, who uh, have located those who are in the school and are in our church and are failing them, repeating them because they are because they are in our church. They like God too much. They decide they are going to church and all of that. You have come to school. That's what they said. You have come to school, so forget about God. Reverend ministers. One of our ladies that told her that you are too young to be spiritual. So wait, when you get to final year, then you can go to the camp. You are too young to be spiritual. Wait, when you get to final year. After seven abortions, sometimes sometimes that your uh, your parents don't know you. I realize your parents they don't know you much. They don't really. They don't know. They don't know what you can do. They don't know that you know things. They don't know your CV. Hey, hey. They don't. They have no idea. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's really sad. I was really yesterday. I was really sad. Yeah. 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 Some people have they've become they've become rich, blessed, enjoying the fruits of Canaan. Yes, the fruits of the land of God, the fruits of Christ. They are enjoying the blessings, and they've forgotten about. The, the, the reason for those things. God gives you a place in him for a purpose. Not so that you can just enjoy and say, I have, I have this, I have that, I have. No, it's more than that. If you're a child of God, Charlie, why is it apple? This is very important to God. And God told me, drive everybody. These are the words, drive everybody to save me. Drive everybody in Love Economy Church to save me. If you don't, you have failed. If you don't, you have failed. He says, Then beware, lest thou forget the Lord which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. You've forgotten. Beware, lest that you, you forget the Lord which brought you forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. Egypt is a type of the world. Look, uh, Pharaoh is a type of Satan. He says, You've forgotten. If, if you enjoy so much that you forget that you were even saved, you've forgotten about salvation, that it took salvation for you to come into Christ. And for you to become what you have become. Somebody got you born again. Someone sacrificed, made you, brought you into existence. If you go to the library of the anointing, you will see young people who came into this country. Swiss young people. Some came two weeks, they died. Two weeks, they, a doc, they were dying, so they sent a doctor to come and help. Where he came, died in two weeks. He died first. He died first. He died first. The doctor who came to come and save, he died. Sharp. Wow. But they didn't care. Can you imagine? What will you die for? Whether you like it or not, you are dying for somebody. You are dying for something. Yeah. 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 You are. Maybe in the evening I'll talk about some of the things you are dying for. You are sacrificing for. Yes. Yes. What will you die for? 
You will die for something, but what will you die for? Will you die on top of a woman? One small boy, one SRC president oh, at yeah. Tech. Yeah. When he was blessed and became SRC president, he was just enjoying himself. You remember? Yeah. A hotel just opposite your house. Yeah. He was, one day he was there, Easter holidays, he was just enjoying, enjoying, and then his heart stopped beating, boom, like that. Hey! What will you die for? Ask your neighbor, what will you die for? Ask for the dying, you will die. But what will you be dying for? <laughs> he was on Viagra and the Viagra killed him. Yeah, he wanted to go more rounds. Ish. Young men, don't, you see, don't be deceived. Eh? Don't be deceived. There are some things that are not realistic. You have what point it has worried you. You want to have a certain type of style, scissors. It doesn't exist, please. The married men are Do you like my message or you don't like my message? Sit down. When you stand up, you make me say things I'm not supposed to say. Hallelujah. Thou shalt fear the Lord thy God and serve him. And shall swear. And shall swear by his name. Thou shalt fear the Lord thy God and serve him. Yes. Don't forget. Yeah, many Christians have forgotten about salvation. That it is salvation that starts the whole thing. And that we must be involved in making sure many are saved. We have a lot of we have nice churches. We want to preserve and pastors have forgotten. They've forgotten how they were saved. Yeah. So they don't have any, they don't have any attempt, they don't make any attempt to save others. They're enjoying, they are buying, they bought new cars. Yeah. Blessed with cars, land cruises and things. So they are forgotten about salvation. Yes, they've married. They forgot about salvation. That is people without without salvation, they wouldn't have been married. You wouldn't have had a good marriage. Yeah. And the salvation that brings you into a good marriage gives you wisdom to even know that you should choose the right person. Yeah. Yeah. You would have been divorced by now. Oh, my friend, your marriage is not special. Everybody has. Yeah. Wow. Most marriages you see out there, it doesn't work. Doesn't work. Plenty problems. It's just a hype, yeah. It's the truth. If it's outside of God, it doesn't work. It was created by God. It needs to be managed by God. If you take God out, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Yeah, social media type of thing. Yes. Sometimes when I see some of this flamboyant wedding, I'm like, hey! Because we have seen some. Uh, we have seen some. Be careful of what you desire. The ladies, you want a certain type of wedding. Humble yourself so we can marry you. Do you understand? Yes. yes, humble yourself so that we can marry you easily. Yes. You want to change five times on your wedding day. No, it's, a, it's something in the ladies' hearts. It's inside their hearts. Yes, church ladies. Yes. Fashion show. It's something in the ladies. The ladies, am I, am I lying? I'm, I'm not lying. Is it true? Oh, tell me the truth. Is it true? It's around, it's in your hearts. Yes. You want to wear African, they are also at the back. Am I lying, the ladies? Is it true? Abna, would you want to change like five times on your way? But bring it to at least two. Uh -huh. You can change twice or one and a half, something. Hey. Will it be okay for you? Will it be okay for you if you change twice? It's, 
is small. How many do you like? Seven. Seven. Hey! You didn't get to marry again. Seven. It's useless. Oh! Charlie, humble yourself so we can marry you. Tell the nearest lady by you, humble yourself. So that we can marry you easily. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Wow. Israel forgot. Do you know Israel for Israel forgot? They forgot completely why they had been given the land flowing with milk and honey. They forgot everything. They forgot about their Lord. Yeah. Come and see them seven things. Hey. Seven. Let me let me show you some things. They had a, they had a pastor who started a, a certain pastor started the whole thing. Yes, a certain st- pastor is the one who started the the idol worship. Yes, serving other things, serving wood and stone. Yeah. Let, okay, let me show you. Look at Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy. It was a pastor who started it. Yes, Deuteronomy chapter twenty-eight. From verse 45. It is more all these cases shall come upon thee and shall pursue thee and overtake thee till thou be destroyed. Why? Because thou hearkenest not unto the voice of thy, the Lord thy God to keep his commandments and his statutes which he commanded thee. And they shall be upon thee for a sign and for a wonder and upon thy seed forever. Why? Because thou servest not the Lord thy God with joyfulness and with gladness of heart. For the abundance of all things. Have you seen it? Because thou servest not the Lord thy God with joyfulness and with gladness of heart for the abundance of all things. Therefore shalt thou serve thine enemies which the Lord shall send against thee in hunger and in thirst and in nakedness and in want of all things. And he shall put you, he shall put a yoke of iron upon thy neck until he has destroyed you. Have you seen it? God was telling them what will happen if they decide not to serve him. And it happened practically in their lives. Yeah. They forgot about the Lord. It's sad. How Christians forget about. One job, because some nice job has come. National service. Attachment. Yeah. Napku. <laughs> Marriage. Children, your children have come, so wow. It's not supposed to be like that. Yeah. Exams. A pastor called Jehoshaphat led all the children of Israel into idol worship. Did I say Jehoshaphat? Jeroboam, sorry. Jeroboam. No, it cannot be Jehoshaphat. Jeroboam. Yeah. Let me show it to you. Can I show it to you? Yeah, all the kings were pastors to them. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. 
First Kings chapter 12, verse 25. Then Jeroboam built Shechem in Mount Ephraim and dwelt therein and went out from thence and built Penuel. And Jeroboam said in his heart, Now shall the kingdom return to the house of David, because at this time God had torn the kingdom into twelve parts and had given ten to Jeroboam and one to David's sons. Okay, so Rehoboam, so this is where it was during this time after Solomon. The kingdom of, the kingdom of Israel was divided into two. The, uh, uh, the Israel and then Judah. But Levi, the tribe of Levi was with Judah. So, I mean, they are not normally counted. So, Jeroboam said that, Hey, now that I'm a king, I'm a pastor over this church. And the church that everybody will go to to go and worship is in the other place is in Judah because the temple that Solomon had built was in Judah was in Jerusalem you see and he didn't want his church members to go to Jerusalem to go and worship he wanted them to stay in Israel and worship you see uh-huh so he said in his heart now shall the kingdom return to the house of David next verse if the people go up to do sacrifice in the house of the Lord at Jerusalem then shall the heart of these people turn again unto their Lord, even unto Rehoboam, king of Judah, and they shall kill me, and go again to Rehoboam, king of Judah. So he decided to do something. Next verse. Whereupon the king took counsel and made two counts of gold. Aaron made one calf. He made two. The first commandment is that you shall serve no other God apart from me. God is big on that. God is big on you spending your time, your energy, your money, your strength, everything on him. He's very, he's very big on it. You may, you may think it is nothing, but it is something. Yeah. He has so many rewards for you when you serve him and do what he wants you to do and do whatever you can do to make his work go on it's it's so important to him you may think it's not important you may think it's nothing but it's very very important to him that's why he's blessing you and making you giving you a nice life so that you can serve him i mean i i, I want I, i'll say it and say, i'll say it over and over and over and over and over again i know i'm repeating myself i know I'm, i've gone to school i know i'm repeating myself yeah, but I'm being led to repeat it over and over so that it, it gets into your into your heart and into your mind. Yeah. He took counsel and made two counts of gold and said unto them, It is too much for you to go up to Jerusalem. It is too much for you. Yeah. It's too stressful. This is what happens when a branch pastor decides to take a church. Yeah. It's too stressful for you to go. Let's let's be here. We are all meeting together. We are all coming for a camp. You and your branch, you say you will not come. You are, you are in the Bible, Pastor Jeroboam. Man points too far. We are coming all the way from Wa or Burkina, so we can't come. What do you mean? It's too far. Yeah. It is too much for you to go up to Jerusalem. Behold, thy gods. Hmm? He, look, he, he put the cows and said, Behold, thy gods, O Israel, which brought thee up out of the land of Egypt. 
Yes. Exactly what Aaron said. That made God so angry that 3,000 people died at once. Yes. And God grinded the golden calf and made Israel to drink it. This gentleman came. He's like, he doesn't, it's a pastor who doesn't read the Bible. A church member who doesn't read the Bible. Yeah. Clearly, yes, everything is in the Bible. Everything is there. If you read on, if you read, read Kings, read First Kings, Second Kings, you'll be surprised. They didn't have a Bible ah, until Josiah. Yeah. Yes. Until Josiah was, or Hezekiah, one of them. Was it Josiah? Was Josiah? Yeah. When they read the Bible to him, he said, Oh, is this what is in the Bible? He tore his clothes like, Hey, we have sinned. He called everybody and brought them to the house of God to swear that they obey God. But it was too late. God said, What I've said is going to happen. But it will not happen in your time. I've just postponed it because of you. But it will happen. Yeah. I've just postponed it, postponed it because of you. Come and see Israel and idol worship. Look at this one. Behold, thy God, O Israel, which brought thee out of the land of Egypt. Next verse. The same God who took them out of the land of Egypt, where there were many gods, and brought them out to come and sack the inhabitants of Canaan, who were idol worshippers, the Hittites, the Perizzites, all those people, they were massive idol worshippers. Worshipping the sun, the moon, the stars, stones, rocks, this one. Worshipping so many things. God brought Israel out of Egypt, made them a fearful people to come and sack these people who were not doing what God wanted to do so that they would inherit their land. When they came, they did beyond what those they came to sack did. Yes. They did beyond. What are the idols we have today? Your job. Your marriage, social media, Facebook, Instagram. Because of Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, we we we, we don't know. We like your your life has no prayer, nothing, no time for God. I'm talking to you. Why are you sitting down looking at me? I'm talking to you. Yeah, no nothing. You don't nothing for the Lord. Nothing. Hey, Charlie. Danger is coming on. Danger is beckoning. Yeah. If we don't decide to do what God wants us, there's going to be a problem. Yeah. Israel was bombed out of Canaan. Completely. And when they left Canaan, you see, they returned again after so many years. Hundreds of years. Yeah. Yeah. So you see Christians struggling. Is we talk about the good life. How many Christians enjoy the good life? How many Christians really enjoy the good life? Few. They criticize also do. How many Christians really enjoy prosperity? Because the real prosperity is in Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these other things shall be added to you. But when we tell them, they think that we are fools. Oh, I need to put two and two together to make things work. That is why you will be where you are. That is why your marriage will not be nice. Or if I go out on, if I, Sundays is supposed to be meant for family dinners, family lunches. If on, on Sundays, afternoons, I'm doing something for the Lord, I, my, my, my family will not go. Listen, that is why your, your children will leave the house and they will not come again. Yeah. Yes, that's why they'll start smoking. Because they are always outside the house of God. Yeah. I listen to what I'm saying. Yes. Some Christians have the most terrible of marriages. Yes. Struggling with prospects. Money is a problem. Meanwhile, they are working. They have a business, but their business is never rising. Have you seen some before? Yeah. If you look around now, you see some Christians. Who? 
thrones. It's part of the case. If you don't follow God's yes, you will be, they will lend to you. Eh? It's, it's there. Deuteronomy 28. Eh? I think verse, uh, verse 24. 22. Look at John 28, 22. The Lord shall smite thee with the consumption, with the consumption, and with the fever, and with, the, with an inflammation, and with an extreme burning. This is what happens to Christians. Sick. They are not supposed to be sick, but they are sick. Why? Because when their energy is used for other things, not for God. Well, how does God benefit from you? With the blessing of energy, the blessing of strength. Hey. A lot of Christians, because they put themselves in the way of the case. It's not God's work. They have put themselves in the way of the case. They have taken themselves out of the will of God, out of the purposes of God, and are in, in, the, in the way of the case. So anything can happen to them. Anything can happen to them. It's a problem. You want to enjoy true prosperity as a child of God? You want to really enjoy what God has designed for you to enjoy? Serve Him. Decide to serve Him with your life. Yes. Yeah. That's what? It's 44. Deuteronomy 28, 44. Go to 44. It says, He shall learn to thee. 23. Look at 23. 43, sorry, 43. 43. The stranger that is within thee shall get up above thee very high. That is why the prosperity of this world is for, you see, all the people we work for, most of them don't love God. All the companies we work for. Hey, am I telling the truth or I'm not telling the truth? You say you are, you are going to do or you are going for camp. Wait, my friend, move away. It's a problem. Is it true? Most of the people we are serving today in our workplaces don't love God. They are Satanists, Illuminati, Freemasons, our governments, everything. A lot of people are doing all kinds of things. Wicked people, and we are serving them. Yeah, it's, a, it's part of the case. It says, A stranger that is, in, is within thee shall get up above thee very high, and thou shalt come down very low. Yeah. Next verse. He shall lend to thee, and thou shalt not lend to him. He shall be the head, and thou shalt be the tail. It's a case. It's happening. Is it true? It's happening practically. Servants are horses, and the nobles are walking. We, we, have, to, we have to take over. What do you think? Yes, that your business must become very, very big. It must become a million dollar, millions of dollars worth. Yes. I'm showing you the I'm showing you the secret. Decide to serve God. Yeah. Decide to make God priority in your life. God services work. Everything concerning him, priorities is the number one thing on your heart. Come and see Israel. Same group. Saved. Saved. Israel was serving. They were serving rig with rigor. Go to Exodus chapter 1. Sit down for two minutes. Exodus chapter 1. Exodus chapter 1. Let's read from. We can read from verse, verse 4. Down the naturally guard the national next verse. All the souls that came out of the lines of Jacob were 70 souls. For Joseph was in Egypt already. And Joseph died, and all his brethren, and all that generation. And the children of Israel were fruitful and increased abundantly and multiplied and worked exceedingly mighty, and the land was filled with them. Now there arose up a king, a new king of Egypt, which knew not Joseph. Joseph. 
and he said unto his people, Behold, the people of the children of Israel are more and mightier than we. Come on. Let us deal wisely with them, lest they multiply and it come to pass that when there falleth out any war, they join also our also unto our enemies and fight against us and so get them up out of the land next verse therefore they did set over them taskmasters to afflict them with their beddings this is also happening to, to Israel to afflict taskmasters were put on them to afflict them with bed hallelujah to afflict them with what with their beddings. Come to Accra and you see people having beddings. 4 a.m. They are out. People come back their children. They put the sponge and the towel in a bag and send their children to school for them to be bathed in the school. Yes. That's what is happening here. So that they can get to work early. Yeah. They, are, they are under yokes, beddings. I tell you. And when they get to work, they stay at work till 7 p.m. Yeah. Because if you come, if you try to come home early, there's too much traffic. You'll be in traffic for three hours. You burn too much for the fuel price also going up. You burn too much traffic. So you have to stay. Yeah. So the child they pick up the children at 9 p.m. from the school. It's not a small thing. Yeah. Get home by 10, 4 a.m. they are out again. They just sleep in the house they are bought. They just sleep there. There's no enjoyment there. They just sleep there. Yes. <laughs> the maid and the security man is enjoying the house. Wow. Taskmasters. Beddings. He says, and they built for, for Pharaoh treasure cities, Pitom and Ramses. Yes. And, and that's what we are doing. We are building treasure cities for, for everybody. We are building nice nice things for them they are using our blood yes to build a bank for atheists and muslims yes. hey. we are building for lgbt communities oh yeah you don't know that boss there is his one but you don't know when his eyes come on you you will see that he he really loves you but one one young guy was invited to spend the night in his boss's house yes I think they went for something and it was late so the boss said oh he should sleep he should sleep over that was when the boss his eyes came on him realized that mm, this boy is nice the male boss is saying to the male gentleman that he's nice started you know favoring him at work told him oh, he should come he should come home and come and do something for they, they were working together and all of that it was too late so oh, spend the night in the night, he came and started passing his hand around him. Hey! You are really nice. I like you. You like me? How? It's a sickness. You get it? There's, there's something wrong. It's demons. But when you say it, they don't want us to say it. That's the truth. So, Israel was being used to build treasure cities. Things they wouldn't own. You think you own it. It's actually not for you. And the more they afflicted them, the more they multiplied and grew. And they were grieved because of the children of Israel. Next verse. And the Egyptians made the children of Israel 
to serve with rigor. So whether I like it or not, you are, you are, you are serving somebody. <laughs> you are serving something. Whether I like it or not, they made them to serve with what? With rigor. Let's read, let's read other versions. Maybe it will help us. Are you in the church? Yeah. And the Egyptians reduced Israelites, the Israelites, to serve, to severe slavery. Reduced them to severe slavery. Yeah. And that's what a lot of people reduced. Building kingdoms that are not going anywhere. After some time, they can easily sack you. They can easily say that uh, we are tired of you. We are making redundant something. Yet you are waking up every morning, going and coming, going and coming, building something that will not cross this world. Yes, you make one mistake, you are gone. When it comes to the house of God, Sunday morning, that is when you want to rest. That is when you will rise up and say, I'm tired. You weren't tired on Friday. You weren't tired on Thursday. You were not tired on Monday. But you are tired on Sunday. Hey! You are serving. You are serving somebody. You are serving something. Decide for it to be the Lord. Look at your next verse. And they made their lives bitter with hard bondage in mortar and in brick and in all manner of service in the field. All their service wherein they made them serve was with rigor. They made them serve. It's hard work. Wow. This was the problem. And God said, I won't let these people serve these people. Uh, come and serve me. And when you serve me, I'll give you many beautiful things. And he brought them out with a mighty hand. Helped them greatly. Brought them into a land flowing with milk and honey. Come and see these people. Serve the Lord. They are now serving God. Yes. Blessed with work. They are serving their work. They can't, they can't be in the temple of God anymore. Hey! They can't dance in the house of God anymore. Yes. They can't shout in the house of God anymore. <laughs> hey! Yeah. A f- football can exchange God in your life. Champions, when Champions League starts, you say, oh, Charlie, church on hold. This will never come back again. Meanwhile, it's the same bastard that will play Real Madrid all the, every year they are playing. Are you not tired? Don't you get bored? It's not changing your life. How does it affect your life? So now you are betting. Look at your nearest neighbor and say, have you been betting? What did he say? They are quiet. Yeah, it's true. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hard bondage. Joshua, yeah, Jeroboam came and said, this, these are your gods. Yeah, it's too hard. Don't go here. Stay here with me. And they started serving. Wow. Idols. Idols. Behold thy gods, O Israel, which brought thee out of the land of Egypt. Next verse. And he set the one in Bethel, and another one put he in Dan. And this thing became a sin. For the people went to worship before the one 
even unto, unto Dan. And he made an house of high places and made priests of the lowest of the people which were not of the sons of Levi. And he changed everything that God <laughs> changed everything. Pastor Jeroboam. Pastor Jay. <laughs> Pastor Jay is not, you don't mind them. And Jeroboam ordained the feast in the eighth month, on the fifteenth day of the month, like unto the feast that is that was in Judah. Yes, very nice program, so that it can keep the people inside. Yes. Breakthrough encounters. Hey. Yes. But part that you serve the Lord and do what God wants you to do, it will never be done. That, that's why right now there are a lot. You see, there's a, there's a there's a format for every church. You must have a certain convention that you have in a year. Yeah. Major convention, you know, for raising money, doing other things to keep some kind of heat, fire in the system. But part that you send people out to go and start churches and do the work of the ministry, do evangelism and do all of those things. The people they know that people will leave, so it's it's cost intensive. Yes, yes. So everybody, it's, it's, it's a lot of pastors are afraid. To talk about the things I'm talking about. Hey, but I'm not afraid of you. I said I'm not afraid of you. <laughs> Who am I? <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. Who am I? I'm not afraid of you. God, I- I'm driving you. I want to drive you to serve God. <laughs> do, you, do you like what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm driving you. Let's serve God. Oh, God will bomb us out, though. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, have a, we'll just have a very nice church. Useless. We are just there. Everybody will become marketplace apostles. Marrying and being married. Giving birth and being given birth to. Nice conferences, just nice conferences. Do you know? Do you, let me tell, sit down. Let me tell. Do you know that UD uh, Bishop Dark doesn't have any conference for church members? Yeah, the conference is for for leadership. So if you are serious, come and let's do the work of the ministry. No, no. And they are richer. Hey. This is money. This is just one of the terms here. There are several. It's not, it's not the only one. Yeah. They, are, they are smaller ones. Yeah. They, those ones, they call them holes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's a secret people don't know. Pastors don't know it. You have to serve God. You, you have to start a church. What do you think? Wow. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wow. wow. Many churches reduced to conferences. You'll be shocked. Sometimes I just look on. I'm like, hey, school's going on. It's a format. 
certain conference, major conference in a year. And then, you know, we hang around. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, and, and various titles. Enough is enough conference. Advancement conference. Dollar conference. Ajinyame conference. Come and marry me conference. Prosperity conference. This nonsense must stop conference. <laughs> hey! Last stop conference. Good. My husband must show up conference. Give me back my baby conference. <laughs> fire for fire conference. Yeah. Many conference titles. You'll be surprised. What's, what's one? To the mountain. Even that one is correct. To the mountains. So it's not bad. Not my what? Not my blood conference. <laughs> Every witch must die conference. Yeah. And then you have Christians organized to serve things. Like, they, it's, what, it's what they like. It has to be about them. If it's not about them and for them, they will not come. And to them, they will not come. I, I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. All seek their own. Not that, not that what belongs to Jesus Christ. Everybody seeking their own. But Demas has forsaken me. Having loved this person. There are a lot of Christians who love this world. Yeah. Every time. Like, Cars. It's like if, they, if we are preaching, we don't add. Receive a car, receive a house, receive receive a wife, receive this. You have been receiving. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? You have received over the years. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to those who are listening somewhere. Yeah, those other Christians who are all over. You have been receiving so many things. Where is it? We are not seeing anything. You have received prophecies all over. You go here, you do this. Anyone there? It is your today. When we say 10,000 is, I went for a conference and they said 10,000. Yeah, nobody could. A lot of people could. They don't have money. They don't have money. Yes. Big cars on, on loans. Loans. Loans, yes. Loans on. No money. They are not rich. There was a conference in South Africa. And there were big cars. I mean, if you look at the carport, you'd be surprised. Big cars, nice little BMWs, Benz, and all over. And the pastor called for a certain amount of money. Maybe about $300. Nobody could come. That's like 2,000 cities. Nobody could come. With all their back cars, nobody could come. They don't have money. It's always loans. Always loans. The case is working on them. Hallelujah. So, plant a church. How many of you want to plant a church? I'm, I'm not joking. If your hands are up, God is taking a picture of you. Yes. You have to. Let's do the work of the ministry. Yes. Let's do the work of the ministry. That, that, is, that is why we are here. Yeah. 
That is the reason for our existence. God said, make sure everybody. I'm praying that we, we, we all make a decision for the Lord. Yes. To, to become something in his house. Yes. And to do something for him. Yeah. And Jehovah ordained a feast in the eighth month, on the fifteenth day of the month, like unto the feast that is in Judah. And he offered upon the altar. So did, the, so did he in Bethel, sacrifice unto the cows that he had made. And he placed in Bethel the priests of the high places which he had made. Made a lot of things similar to similar to that of God. But God was not inside. Sacrificing to idols. Next verse. So he offered upon the altar which he had made in Bethel the 15th day of the eighth month, even in the month which he had devised of his own heart, and ordained a feast unto the children of Israel. And he offered upon the altar and burnt incense. Next verse. Yeah, conferences that there's no God. God is not in. God is not in. They can call it any. You can say evangelism conference. They'll preach about evangelism. Nobody will go anywhere. Yeah. Nobody will go. No practical, whatever. I mean, everybody's doing whatever he or she wants to do. God was not happy. After this Jeroboam, almost every king, every pastor that came, same thing. There were idols everywhere, including under trees. Every tree you could find in in Israel had an idol under it. As you're walking, if you want to rest under a tree, you see an idol. Stones, uh, trees, something. All over. All over. Forgotten completely about the one who brought them out of Egypt. Completely. Yeah. If we do any other thing in a church and forget about salvation of men. Okay? And managing people, training people and sending them. If we forget about that, we have we, we are into other things. We failed completely. We we have to create build churches. Your church must become a soul winning church. Yes. Not just, not just be around. Many must be saved through our ministry. Many. Yeah. How, how, how? You see, if, if we had not done something, you would not be here. My friend. You would not be here. You would not be here. I tell you. Was a sacrifice. We made many sacrifices to make sure you are, you are. I mean, some of the pastors went to places. There was no, there was no place for them to live. But we said go, and they they went. Yeah. That is why you, some of you are here. So you to ask you are going. Maybe you don't have a place to sleep. Just go. Be happy. Find something. Exists. Yes. Make things work. Yeah. He didn't know how he was going to stay in Winneba, but he's there. It's working. Human beings are inside the church. Wow. So God showed me many of the kings and their sin. Every, every one of them, the Bible say, they sinned after the manner of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat. All of them. Many. Just. He's the father of this particular sin. This guy. He created it. 
and a lot of the pastors who came after him did the same same format same format yes some of them died terrible deaths you know there was a day 180 Israelite soldiers in Israel died 180,000 sorry 180,000 yes just died the same people who God said that one of you shall chase a thousand and two of you shall chase, chase ten thousand. One eighty thousand of them, they went to war and one eighty thousand of them died at once. Do you understand? One hundred and eighty thousand people dying at once. Men of war. Serving idols. Idol after idol. Yeah. Ultimately, Israel, this Israel was taken into captivity. Can you find that for me? They were taken into captivity. The king of Assyria. This is another. Isaiah, Isaiah talks about the king of Assyria as a messenger of God. <laughs> Coming from the north. Yes. To come and blow Israel away. And he blew Israel. He took all of them into captivity. Yeah. Then they will not serve God. So they started, they, they had to serve king of Assyria. They were taken out completely. Completely. Yeah, this one. Second Kings 16, verse 5. Then Rezin, king of, of Syria, and Pekah, son of Ramalia, king of Israel, came up to Jerusalem to war. And they besieged Ahaz, but could not overcome him. And at that time, Rezin, the king of Syria, recovered Elad to... No, is it, not, is it this one? Go down. Very foolish people. Look at this guy. And King <laughs> and King Ahaz went to Damascus, that Syria, to meet uh, Tiglath Pileser. Yeah, Tiglath Pileser, king of Assyria, and saw an altar that was in Damascus. And King Ahaz sent to Urija, the priest of the priest, the fashion of the altar and the pattern of it, according to the workmanship. Level. Like he's going to see another idol in another country, and he says, "Ah, it's nice. Let me come and do some." Next verse. Next verse, please. And Rijah the priest built an altar according to, the, according to what that King Ahaz had sent from Damascus. So Rijah the priest made it against Ahaz come, came from Damascus. Next verse. And when, king, when the king was come from Damascus, the king saw the altar and the king approved to the altar and offered thereon. Yes. Then the king of Assyria came up throughout all the land and went up to Samaria and besieged three years. I mean, because of the errors. Is this the same verse? Chapter 2 Kings 25, verse 1. From verse 1. I want to show you how Israel ended up. Same group. Called of God. You can be called of God if you don't do if you don't serve him as you're supposed to. It's finished. It's finished. Sometimes you hear accidents and Christians have died somewhere. It's not supposed to be like that. It's not supposed to be like that. Strange sicknesses. And it came to pass in the ninth year of his reign, in the tenth month, in the in the tenth day of the month, that Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came. He and all his hosts against Jerusalem and pitched against. This is Jerusalem. Jerusalem too was taken, but Israel was taken years before, about forty years before Judah was taken. Okay. Is, is this one? Eh. Yes. Seventeen. Verse five down. Okay. Yeah. 
Are you in the church? Five. Let's read from verse five. Then the king of Assyria came up throughout all the land and went up to Samaria and besieged three years. In the ninth year of Hoshea, the king of Assyria took Samaria, the head of Israel, the capital of Israel at that time was Samaria. He took Samaria and carried Israel away into Assyria. He carried, do you understand? The whole country. The whole country. Everybody. He carried everybody out. I went to Assyria and placed them in Hala and Habor by the river of Gozan and in the cities of the Medes. For so it was that the children of Israel had sinned against the Lord their God, which had brought them up out of the land of Egypt from under the hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and had feared other gods and walked in statues of the heathen, whom the Lord cast out from before the children of Israel and of the kings of Israel, which they had made. And the children of Israel did secretly those things that were not right against the Lord their God. And they built them high places in all their cities, from the tower of the watchmen to the fence city. And they set them up. He's showing you their error. They, they set them up images and grooves in every hill. Every hill. And under every green tree. Every tree. And, they, and there they burnt incense in all the high places as did the hidden whom the Lord carried away before, for, before them. The people they replaced. They were doing worse than them. And wrought wicked things to provoke the Lord to anger. Next verse. For they served idols. Whereof the Lord has said unto them, Ye shall not do this thing. What God said, don't do. That was what they were doing. Yet the Lord testified against Israel and against Judah by all the prophets. So if you read Isaiah, you will see. If you read Jeremiah, you will see all the things God was saying. It's not that prophets were not coming. Prophets were coming to tell them, Hey, brothers and sisters, what are you doing? Some of the prophets, they arrested them. They beat some of them. They did so many things to some of them. Killed some. Yet the Lord testified against Israel and against Judah by all the prophets and by all the seers, saying, Turn ye from your evil ways and keep my commandments and my statutes according to all the law which I commanded your fathers and which I sent to you by my prophets, my, by my servants the prophets. Next verse. Notwithstanding, they would not hear. So as I'm talking to you now, is the Lord talking to you? Put away the idols and let's serve God. Yes. My job, my family, my husband, my children, my wife, my beloved. You are not even married, you are using beloved as a excuse. My boss, my assignment, my parents, my dog, <laughs> my landlord, my, my, my boyfriend. My past, my money, my present. I am shy. I don't know if it will work. All those things, they are nonsense. God says they are all idols. All the things that you are using as excuse to cover up you not doing anything for the Lord. They are all idols. My sacrifice will lead to church good. Your sacrifice will lead to church good. It's you, not somebody else. You. The abundance is not because of any other, it's because of this. Wow. Wow. Notwithstanding, they would not hear, but harden their necks. 
This is not hardening their hearts. They hardened their necks. God could not even turn them to look at something else. Like to the neck of their fathers. That did not believe in the Lord their God. And they rejected the statutes, his word, and his covenant that he made with their fathers. And his testimonies which he testified against them. And they followed vanity and became vain. And went after the hidden that were run about them. Concerning whom the Lord had charged them that they should not do like unto them. Don't be like the, the other people. Hey. Don't be like them. Their phone is their God. Taking pictures, naked pictures, videos, whatever. He says, don't be like them. Hey. Do whatever they want to do. Don't be like them. Tell you, but don't be like them. Don't be like them. And they left all the commandments of the God of the Lord their God and made them molten images, even two cows, and made a groove, and worshipped all the hosts of heaven, and served bow. They served bow. They served their job. They served their car. Because of a car you have bought, you can't you can't come to church anymore. I thought the car was supposed to help you come to church. Now you're coming late. Look at this. And they caused their sons and their daughters to pass through the fire. Yeah, there was a God that's the way to serve him is by passing through fire. Let your sons pass through fire. So they put fire there and they pass through it. And use divination and enchantment and sold themselves to do evil in the sight of the Lord to provoke him to anger. Therefore, the Lord was very angry with Israel and removed them out of his sight because Canaan is the place where God looks at the land of Canaan. That's, that's where that's the place, uh, that's where Mount Moriah and everything is. Yeah, the Lord was very angry with Israel and removed them out of his sight. There was none left but the tribe of Judah only. Yes, not even one person. Yeah. Not even one person left. Are you in the church? Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm trying to help all of us to, to come to the place where we will not be removed. Because else all this, this will become nothing. It will vanish. It will not go anywhere. All that the Lord is doing will just, it will just cease. So going into the future, I'm, I'm casting a vision for the future as I'm talking to you now. Yeah. We are going into a future of service to the Lord. Yes. Starting more churches. Getting into crusades. Hey, do you like crusades? Yeah, you must become useful for the Lord. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, you, your life must be used for the Lord. It's become something. This, this, you are starting a church somewhere. Yeah. Travel abroad. Go and start a just travel for the purpose of going to start start a church. It will work. You'll be surprised. Sacrifice. Be in another country. Be in Zimbabwe. If you get a job in Zimbabwe as a Ghanaian, you'll be paid in dollars because you're an expatriate. Sometimes people don't know how good some of these things are. You'll be paid in dollars. Yeah. Nobody talks when when a, 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 a pilot is not coming home. He's not coming home. He's always in the air. Flying. <laughs> Today he's here. Tomorrow he's here. Nobody talks. But when, when you're in ministry and you're not coming home, it's like, hey. 
This morning, someone sent me a message. Someone's father sent me a message that he will arrest me for letting his daughter come to the camp. That his daughter is in my custody. And that I'm going to, he's going to arrest me. I can read the message. I showed it to them. <laughs> he said, the man sent it to you. Oh. Yeah. Why? Because we're just because we're trying to, we're trying to serve God. Hey. The Lord remove. The Lord is not going to remove. You are not going to be removed. I said you are not going to be removed. Yeah. You are not going to be removed. Whatever would want you to be removed is cursed in Jesus' name. Stand up upon your feet and receive the blessing. Whatever would like to remove you from your place of abundance and bring you into a place of slavery to idols is cancelled in your life in Jesus' name. I see the Lord leading you strongly, strongly into his service, strongly into sacrifices, making sacrifices for him in the name of the Lord Jesus. Whatever makes you and prevents you from doing what God wants to do is bombed out of your life now in Jesus' name. I pray for grace for you. I pray for a release of grace upon your life. Jesus' name. Grace to serve the Lord. Jesus' name. And to manifest His purposes here on earth. Jesus' name. You will become a church. I'll become One a of you will become a thousand. I'll become a thousand. In the name of the Lord Jesus. A little one shall become ten thousand. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Your life will not be useless. I said your life will not be useless. What God has said concerning your life will come to pass without delay. In the name of the Lord Jesus. You will not be removed. I will not be removed. Say, I will not be removed. I will not be removed. Kings of Assyria will not remove me. Kings of Assyria will not. Kings of Babylon will not remove me. Kings of Babylon will not. I will not be a slave. I will not be a slave to build Ramses. Build Ramses and Pitom and Pitom for Egypt. For Egypt, I will be a servant of the living God. Of the living God, serving Him, serving and bringing His purposes into reality. Into reality here on earth. Here on earth, my generation will know Jesus Christ. Know Jesus because of me. In the name of the Lord Jesus, my generation. My generation will know Jesus, know Jesus because of my presence here on earth. My presence here in the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord. I have grace. I have grace. I've been called of God. I've been called. I've been sent of Him. I've been sent. And I'll do what He has designed for me to do. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord. Give the Lord a shout. Thank you, Jesus. Sit down for two minutes. Wow. Hallelujah. The Lord was angry with them. And he removed them out of his sight. He removed them. This same group that were coming to the land flowing with milk and honey with excitement. Same land flowing with milk and honey. God said, I'm angry to come on, get out. He removed them. I've seen Christians offering. It's not a joke. Yeah. Because they don't want to mind, they, they don't want to do what God wants them to do. I've seen pastors suffering. You see, being a pastor does not absorb you from certain things. If you're a pastor, you're not doing what you're supposed to do. Forget it. No, no, no. You will not prosper. We can preach messages till we die. We can lay hands on you till you become bowed. You will still remain where you are. Yeah. Because you are not you are not you are around, but you are not serving God. 
you have your own your mind is somewhere your heart is somewhere you have your own ambitions you are doing your own thing you can be a pastor for 50 years haven't you seen people pastors who are struggling they have problems there are so many they are bitter yes bitter offended because you've forgotten about the work whilst others are busy serving the Lord <laughs> you see that you are on a certain level and you are fighting over useless things useless offended heads they didn't let me sit in the place I wanted to sit all kinds of nonsense Charlie I mean, all kinds of nonsense before long, you are not in the house of God again. So, there are four kings that I, I'm, I'm doing what I'm doing because God showed me about these ones too. Okay? So, four kings that, you can say four pastors, okay, who did what God wanted them to do. Or rather, who two did what God wanted them to do and two did not do what God wanted them to do. Okay? So, can, can we look at them briefly? Right. Hallelujah. Have you been blessed? Have you learned anything this morning? Wow. Lift up your hands. Father, thank you for this blessing. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you for listening. We pray that the word of God will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the word. Kindly follow Pastor T and Love Economy Church on all social networks for more of God's word. Don't forget to subscribe to the Pastoti podcast. Simply search for Pastoti on any podcast app, plug in, and enjoy God's word. Visit our website at loveeconomychurch.org for more information. God bless.